five, four, three, two, one. Lift off. I mean, this is the thing. This is this is how big God is and how much he's determined the enemy is underneath his thumb. He will use everything the devil uses for good. And so even in some of these people that are going to be found out, God in his mercy and his great love still use them to bring people to salvation. Yeah, we have to reject that vessel and that vessel needs to be held to account. But that's that's where we just have to be mindful as we walk through this, you know, that when the Lord touches you in that way and you know it's the Holy Spirit, just receive it and, and keep it. Don't let the enemy rob you of that blessing. Welcome to Flyover Conservative Podcast with David and Stacy Whited, where we break down current events and examine culture through the lens of conservative Christian values. Today's guest is a woman of compassion. She's a woman of wisdom, and she's a woman of discernment. She's someone that David and I have been following over the last couple of years and brought really just a lot of peace uh, to our lives as we've watched what the Lord is saying through her, which is truly an honor mm -hmm. to have her on the show today. Welcome to the show, Wanda Alger. Yay! <laughs> it's good to be here. Welcome, oh, welcome to the Flyover Conservative Podcast. You've been a, a voice in in our home for a long time, so it's uh, it's it's kind of great to maybe share share you with some people that uh, is maybe kind of kind of kind of new. You, you have this, you know, multifaceted phase mm -hmm. where, like, if I owned a large corporation, you'd be like, like you could be the CEO of Chick Fil A or something, or Hobby Lobby, yep. you know, or something. It's like, like you could, there's so many things you could do, but you just bring wisdom to every topic. And there's some things that we've struggled with. They're like, oh, that's that's yucky and it's messy. And then we hear you speak and all of a sudden just it, Clarity. just gets, it gets real simple real quick. Yep. And that's that's I think really something that God has placed in you is to is to cut through the fog and like, oh, okay, that makes sense. That's that makes makes sense now. <laughs> well, thank you. Yeah. Keep it simple, you know? <laughs> yes. <laughs> My mantra. So, so that, that's important. So important. You know, for maybe people that don't know much about the prophetic, you are a prophetic voice today for the church. Can you explain a little bit about the prophetic, how that works? And what does that mean specifically, a prophetic voice for the church? Wow. Well, I mean, the prophetic bottom line is just being able to hear the voice of the Lord. He speaks to everybody. We all have that within us. When you make Jesus Lord, we have the spirit within us and he wants to talk to us. And the prophetic aspect is just learning how to discern his voice and then to know, okay, God, what are you doing? And for me, that's my desire. I want to know what God's saying, what he's doing, because as a believer, I want to know how to pray. I want to know how to partner with him, what I'm supposed to do. So that's why the prophetic is so important right now, uh, because if we only look at things in the natural with what we see with our natural eyes, we're going to miss part of the part of the process and what's really happening because mm -hmm. uh, the warfare that we're in, it's spiritual warfare before it's anything else. Yes. And uh, we get the, the privilege as believers in Christ to be able to have access to see in the spirit. Uh, we have some leverage that non-believers don't have. So this is why I want to encourage people, you know, to make Jesus Lord and invite the Holy spirit in because his spirit is moving in amazing ways. So for me, I just love partnering with him in that. I can, totally can I ask you a question? Agree. Maybe have you expand a little bit for for people? Can you say we all hear the voice of the Lord? I had a story pop in my head from probably 15, 20 years ago. I don't remember when, but there was a there was a, a, an episode that Oprah Winfrey had on, and she had guests. I don't know where we were to even watch it, but she had these guests, 
And all of them have been the victim of a violent crime. They were all all women that had been attacked in, in one way or another. Um, and they all had this, and I, th- I think there was an author that wrote a book on the subject, the reason they had them all there and the commonality. But they all had this this like feeling, don't do this. Like, don't go there. Don't, don't walk down don't that walk alley. In. Don't mm-hmm. go down. Don't don't go to your car. Like there was a like like they they almost described it like uh, I felt like there was like almost a voice telling me like don't do this like like be and careful then, and then they ignored the voice and did mm-hmm. that and then they ended up in a really bad situation and there was no conversation where these people were were Christians or not Christians or what any of their their theologies were but but I I would probably credit that towards that was probably the voice of God as a warning you know because he's calling to mm-hmm. all 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 people but you know. Kind of clarify that a little bit of of you know hearing the voice of God and is that mm-hmm. is that something that's available to everybody and maybe differentiate that from uh, the mantle of a prophet and a you know a, a Johnny Enlow, a Robin Bullock, or you know just different people that people might associate with that. Yeah, well, that's a good uh, illustration there mm-hmm. because God is speaking to everyone, and I mean it's very biblical and scriptural to say, you know, Holy Spirit draws us. That's the only way that you can even come to the Lord because the Holy Spirit drew you, yeah. and so part of the prophetic is just learning to filter out all those other voices. And you know, it's like tuning into the right frequency on a radio. Yep. You know, you get a lot of static, but when you hone in on that, it's like, oh, now I can hear. And so it is that process of learning, you know, how to hear him. So we all have that access. It's just training ourselves to recognize it. Obviously, the more that you get in the word of God, you learn to know his heart and his character, then you'll get to know his voice. And the more you get to know him personally, then you'll know, oh, that's him talking to me. And yeah, that's available to to anybody. A prophet, that really is a call on uh, particular individuals where you know, there are additional gifts given, but I mean, I have a whole teaching on the fivefold gifts because mm-hmm. in Ephesians, it talks about Jesus gave these gifts to the church. And one of them is prophet. It's apostle, prophet, pastor, teacher, and evangelist. And the reason he gave those gifts, gifts is it says to equip the body of Christ. It's not supposed to be a platform ministry, uh, but it's really a call to empower others. So as a prophet, my desire is, I want you to hear God. I want you to hear Holy Spirit. And so that's really the the call of a fivefold minister is to empower others to do what, what they do. And it's just a grace on, on one's life. So, uh, but again, everyone can prophesy. Even the apostle Paul said, I wish that you'd all prophesy, which just means I wish you all would hear his voice and then share it. You know, we can encourage each other that way. Man, that is a really great point. Something that's been happening that we've really seen in our country over the last few years is a lot of exposure. We've seen it in all of these different spheres of influence, whether it be government or media, um, education, all these different spheres of influence. We've seen a lot of exposure. Something that you touched on, and I will put it in the notes as well so people can see this link of a YouTube that you put out a few days ago about exposure that's coming for the church. I want to talk about that because I think it's extremely important that we start to examine that and then also look at how do we react to that? How do we um, deal with that in this time that this exposure is coming? That's right. And, you know, for those who are in the Patriot community who have followed, uh, you know, what we've been battling for the last two years, mm-hmm. we're very familiar with a much larger perspective and storyline that's been happening. Right. Uh, we're realizing things have been going on for a long time behind the scenes and in every sphere of our culture, from big pharma to business to um, 
you know, the government, uh, there have been people who have been infiltrating those uh, areas of our culture and planting mindsets and belief systems to lead us a different direction. Well, the same thing has been happening in the church. And my concern is we're supposed to be leading the way through this. Again, like I said yeah. before, as believers in Christ, we're supposed to have the leverage. We're supposed to be the ones to show people what true righteous and godly leadership looks like. Mm-hmm. And unfortunately, if, if we're under this deception and if we've bought into some of these mindsets, we're not in a very good position to lead. Mm-hmm. And so in the last video I put out, exposure, Exposures in the Church, this is what I was sharing is that we've got to get a handle as believers to cut through all this stuff and we've got to be prepared. We're going to be humbled. I, you know, the, some of the exposures that have already come out, you know, obviously in the political sphere, even in the arts and entertainment and big pharma, it's going to happen to the church too. We shouldn't be surprised. And, you know, as I continue to pray into this, the hard thing is we're going to be humbled and we need to be humbled. I mean, we can, you know, say this verse, oh, if, if, if my people will humble themselves and pray, that's a reality. And yeah. just because we're Christians and we have Holy Spirit doesn't mean that we can't be deceived mm-hmm. if we don't pay wow. attention. And that's what's happened. The church has not been paying attention. And the religious spirit and even the political spirits have done a good job of just making Christians, if you just do your own thing in your church, that's fine. The devil loves that mm-hmm. because he hasn't wanted us to pay attention to how right. he's taking control of every other sphere of our culture. And that's why we've gotten in this mess. So my call to Christians is, Wake up. This is why we have to get involved. We have to get engaged because, again, we've got access to things in the spirit, to a wisdom, to an information and intel that nobody else has. That's really going to help us defeat, you know, the spiritual principalities that we're warring against. So the whole video, getting back to the point, is we have to learn how to work through this as believers. There is a right way to do it, a redemptive way as these things come out, even in the body of Christ. As different leaders are shown to be counterfeit, compromised, fallen, we've got to respond rightly. We haven't had a good track record in past years, mm-hmm. uh, but the Lord's giving us another chance. And so my prayer is that this time we can respond rightly and we really show the world, hey, with Christ, there's redemption, there's transformation. You know, we can do yes. this together. So, you know, so important. Uh, you know, we both have you know grown up in, in the church. I went to a Christian school and you have, you know, you're... It's, it's been a part of our, you know, the background drop of our life. And so that also exposes you to people. This is a unique thing that I think happens within the body of Christ where there's there's leaders that that maybe had a huge impact on your life mm-hmm. or maybe brought lots of people to to the Lord. There's a lot of fruit that they created, and then they will have a personal fall. And um, it, it it does a unique thing inside of Christians, and I don't I don't know the psychology of it, but I like to expand on this a little bit. And we got we got five points as far mm-hmm. as how to how to how to respond to these things. We're going to walk through with because you I think it's really important but, during but, this time. But, that you know, we're you, but you study the the history of this, you see it like a, like uh, say a Lonnie Frisbee or somebody that just had all this fruit, and then also a lot of of mm-hmm. personal flaws, and, and and like we would everybody would know that God can only work through flawed people because that's all he has access to, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, uh, and I've gone through this myself with one particular leader that was a great mentor of ours, and, and I saw just tremendous fruit, thousands of people brought to the Lord and then had a very public fall. And it was almost like, was everything that I saw now negated because mm-hmm. of mm-hmm. his his personal fail behind the scenes? 
and you almost have a hard time disconnecting the good they did from then the fall. And then also the goodness of God, which they spoke about all along that applied to the people in the seats, then to see that applied to that leader as they walk that out publicly, get their rife light, restore their relationships, humbly confess, mm-hmm. and then, and then you know, uh, go back. Like, sometimes we don't even want them to have the redemptive process that the people yeah. that were facing the pulpit came looking for. Can you yeah. speak to that a little bit? Because there's a mm-hmm. there's a history of that in the church, and it it makes it hard. Yeah. It's like if you had somebody coaching you how to lose weight, and then you didn't see them, and all of a sudden they gained a lot of weight. You're like, oh, if they can't do it, I can't do it for sure. Right. You know that yeah. kind of a thing. Like you connect your your breakthrough, almost your salvation, to their walk in a yeah. odd way. No, you're you're exactly right. And I, I spoke to this in, in my video. Yes. You know, you've got two things. You've got the gifts, and then you've got character, mm-hmm. and you got to keep them separate because uh, scripture says that the gifts are given uh, without repentance, which means God gives spiritual gifts as a gift. We don't earn them. And unfortunately, uh, or fortunately, he doesn't take them back. I mean, he gives the gifts, which means that even a compromised person or someone that falls from grace or makes a mistake, they can still operate in a gift. And so we can recognize the gift on one hand, and we can still be blessed by that gift but you have to look at the character of a person too. And you know, the the history of the church, we've we've gone back and forth. You know, years ago we, we've had a bad history of fallen leaders where we didn't pay attention to their character. Mm-hmm. And this overall is usually what happens is we get so mesmerized by the spiritual gift, by you know, this words of knowledge or the words of prophecy or their gift of healing. And we think, well, that must mean that God approves of everything they do. Well, not necessarily. That gift simply is an expression of God's love. And He loves us so much. He will use even fallen, compromised individuals to reach through and touch someone just because He loves them so much. Mm -hmm. But there again, that's part of our discernment process. We can receive a gift, but... Uh, you know, to whom much is given, much is required. Mm. And so those who operate in gifts, we're supposed to be walking in the character of Christ. Mm. We have to guard our hearts. We need to be sanctified, righteous, you know, be holy as I'm holy. I mean, that that's possible through the power of the Spirit. So I think the reason that we've uh, seen so many people fall is because we haven't had accountability structures. We've been afraid to, to know how to confront that the church is not very good at knowing how to mediate and, and challenge each other in love uh, and how to work through things, work through conflict. Yeah, <laughs> uh, This needs, you know, we need an overhaul job in, in working through conflict as the body of Christ. And there needs to be more oversight, healthy authorities like a family that can walk with people, you know, through this mm-hmm. and to show them, hey, this is not this is not good right now. You need to step back here. You shouldn't be ministering. You have some personal issues to deal with. So it's just a lot of layers here. Yeah. You know, that we've got to work this out together. But to your point, Dave, it doesn't mean because this was my my caution in the video, is that when some of these names come out, and this is up to the Lord of how this works, you know, right. um, there's going to be people are going to right away question, did I even get saved then? Because I right. was saved at this person's crusade. Well, of course you got saved. And like I said, the Lord knows, and he still uses those yep. individuals to reach through and to touch people, to bring you to salvation, to touch you, to bless you. Um, you know, so receive it from the Lord. 
you know, and that's just something we're going to have to, we're going to have to walk yep. through in the days to come. So important. That's for sure. And also I think, you know, praying for these people as well, their platform might be re- removed, but still praying for them, even in their salvation or yeah. even their relationship with the Lord. I think that's extremely important as we walk through this time as well. Yeah, and I do want to say there there's a difference between someone that's fallen and someone that is obviously involved in illegal activity, yes. immoral activity. I mean, you know, especially in the trafficking issues. Yeah, that's another whole level. Okay. Yeah. And so, want to be sure because I get emails back when I talk about this. Mm-hmm. Well, what about you know those who are involved in child trafficking? Yeah. Okay. That's that's pretty harsh. And yep. and justice Absolutely. doesn't have served, you know. Um, and that's one of the points, you know, is there's a difference between mm-hmm. broken and compromised people and actually wolves in sheep's clothing. Those yes. are two different, you know, kinds of fallen leaders that we're going to have to deal with. We, we, we talk a lot on this show about the, we're in a season for people need to like work out their own, uh, say your own, your own medical care. Like you better get a second opinion. You better, if you, well, my doctor said, take this shot. Did you ask him what's in it? No. Well, he knows what's best. Like, well, maybe you should ask another person. Mm-hmm. Maybe you need to take personal do research, do you take personal ownership of your health. For example, yep. maybe you need to take personal relationship of your finances and personal ownership of your finances, you know, of mm-hmm. what's going on with the dollar and what's happening there. Like a lot of these categories, you know, where it's like, well, you just follow a person versus no, and it is in no, no area is it more important. It's like read to read the Bible more than you're reading books written by man about God. Mm-hmm. And I, yeah. I think that's really mostly maybe in our lifetime, maybe since the 90s, it's really become popular of, you know, study books and books, you know, by by famous ministers, you know, that are fantastic. But if your ratio is off, if it's, mm-hmm. if it's 95% books by them about God and you're spending 5% or 0% a time in books from God, you know, yeah. and, and that's where, you know, you, you're kind of more following a, a person, than following God. And and when these people fall, that's where the ground you're standing on, you know, can turn to sand quickly. Yeah. Well, I'll have to, you gave me a perfect segue, David. I'll have to say the next book I'm writing is going to answer that, that issue. Um, Solid biblical foundations. Do we even know what the word of God says about a lot of these things? What happens to our foundations? Our foundations have been broken you know, even in, in in the church. And so this this book, it's going to come out in two months, Words to Pray By. It's going to be a prayer concordance arranged by topic. I take scriptures from the Old and New Testament about a lot of different issues, and you're going to get a full understanding. This is God's heart towards this issue. And then after each scripture, I write a prayer. So it's going to give a solid biblical foundation for a lot of different topics, including abuse, persecution, wicked rulers, uh, home, family, all these kinds of things. And then I teach people how to pray the word because we got to get the word of God in us. And the best way to do that is actually to speak it out in prayer. So it's going to be called Words to Pray By. So if you go to uh, WandaAlger.me, my website, and you just subscribe Mm -hmm. there, you'll get to know when it comes out. I'm really excited about it. I'm actually finishing it up this week. Oh, that is really well, exciting. Congratulations. Thanks for, the, thanks for taking the time to, to stop by with us. With yeah, the deadline we really appreciate that. Let's let's go into the five um, things that people can do to kind of be aware. What are we looking for in this time and how do we protect ourselves during this fallout? So let's go into that. Uh, we've actually, thank you to Avery, the graphics, for typing this up for us. But um, I think it is important to to be aware of that. So let's cover the first one. Think much bigger. Talk about that. What does that mean, Wanda? Well, you alluded to it at the very beginning, recognizing the storyline that has been perpetuated for decades. 
this has been going on a lot longer than what we realize. And mm-hmm. if we're going to apply this to the church, of course, this can apply to any area of our culture, even the government, the political stuff. You got to think bigger if you're going to really discern what's happening and why, where are we headed? Look at this infiltration from the enemy, the deep state, the Illuminati, whoever, they've been at this for a long time. And so just that reality right there will help people to kind of realize, oh, okay, I haven't been thinking like this. I've only been looking at this little slice, you know, maybe 2020 election and that's it. But you got to pull back and see the big picture. And then that's when you're going to get a wide angle lens and and things will make, make more sense. So that's what that means by think bigger. I love it. Number two, recognize doctrines of men and doctrines of devils. (laughs) Yeah. Well, again, that's especially for the church. This is if if you think about uh, and I'll use a big farmer for an for an example, Uh, as more and more information comes out, even about the, the vaccines and the different medicines that we have been prescribed and why and even, uh, you know, the history of the whole medical establishment, there has been a narrative. There has been doctrines, even in in big pharma, of what's healthy, what's not. Um, And it's all served the enemy's agenda because the enemy is is leading us into a pit, okay? Mm -hmm. So that's the same thing even in the church is that there has been an infiltration of wolves in sheep's clothing who have been planting mindsets. And when I say doctrines of men, That means it's just things you might put a scripture here or there, but it's your own human reasoning. And the interpretation is actually drawing us away from God's intention. It's drawing us away from his plan. So that's a doctrine of man. And Mm -hmm. there's a lot of those. And this is why we have to have that solid biblical foundation in order to distinguish. Wait a minute. Is this really dogma, the unchanging truth of God's word that doesn't change? Or is this just someone's idea? of of what they think that we're supposed to be doing because some of these exposures from some of these major platform ministers and even ministries, we're going to find that they have been promoting a mindset and a doctrine that's actually been serving the enemy's agenda. And it's going to be shocking to some, but this is what we have to get prepared for. Again, that's why you have to know what the word of God says so you can separate them out. I think it's important. Can you also touch on real fast, Wanda, about, um, the rapture, what does that look like right now? And are people, should people be hiding behind their water heaters, just waiting for the Lord to come and save them from this? Or what's, what's your thought on that? Well, the way you put that kind of answers the question. We have strong feelings on it. Going yeah, but, but go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, that's one of those doctrines that I've never made a, a, a huge issue because it hasn't really impacted things. But unfortunately, right now, it has served for a segment of the body of Christ. It has actually immobilized us because there are some, not all, who ha- who really believe in the rapture doctrine, the way that it's been propagated for the last 20, 30, 40 years, mm-hmm. that the rapture is just around the corner because things are getting so bad. And what that does to some people is it just it makes them throw up their hands and say, Jesus, get me out of here. Yep. So they're not thinking about engaging, you know, and voting and, and, you know, getting involved in their community. They're just saying Jesus comes soon. Not, not everyone who believes in the rapture, you know, is like that. But yet that's one of those doctrines that 
has has drawn some away. And, and we realize there's a lot of different interpretations like that. And whenever I talk about it, I tell people, listen, we're not all going to agree. For me personally, regardless of what you think about the rapture, it's not now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Bottom line, now is not the time. Now is the time the Lord is preparing us. It's time to go in. We're not going to let the devil take over, not on our watch. Right. He's been preparing us to move in and to displace these en- this enemy occupation. Mm-hmm. So uh, I think you referenced uh, before we got on air the Victorious Eschatology book that yes. I often recommend. You can find it on my website. Everyone that reads that, I mean, I, all I've heard is good things. It will give you hope. If anyone mm-hmm. out there is worried, like, you know, what, what am I supposed to do? It's getting worse and worse. God has a victorious plan. And, and that's one book that uh, will encourage you. I'll just say that. That's so, exactly yeah. right. That's so good. It's and right Harold there Eberle. at WandaAlger.me. And Martin Trench, Victorious mm-hmm. Eschatology. Man, I just like the fact it fires me up to try the, uh, the gate because it's got Victorious in it. Yep. You know, whether you're, you're, uh, you're, you own <laughs> companies, true. you have people that work for you, or you've, you've ever, you know, you had a job and, and, and there's this, there's this vibe. If the boss was gone and he's coming back, it's like, hey, look busy. You know, hey, hey, the boss is here. Kind of look busy. Start wiping something. You know, Do better, better get 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 moving. And I, I think that's kind of our calling a little bit for sure. It's like, well, you know, kind of what, what you know, regardless of what you believe on rapture and Jesus's return and all that whole. Let's just put it there. Whenever it happens, you should be busy. Yeah, you know, doing doing something, and you should be victorious. And and, uh, and 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 taking taking ground, you know. Nobody, the general doesn't want to return and find all the all the troops like hiding under their bed, you know. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there, there's no question that we've got some bumpy things ahead. Okay, there's mm-hmm. still some mud to walk through, but it is all unto something amazing because I I've been saying it, and I'm not the only one. Holy Spirit is about to be poured out on all flesh. Amen. It is, it is the time for the ecclesia, the believers in Christ, to really rise up and, and show this is what God is really like. Mm-hmm. This is what heaven is like on earth. That's His desire. We've been praying for that for years. So that's what He's preparing us for. Yeah, we got to walk through some waters, walk through some fires to get there, but that's where we're headed. Mm. So yes, and it's exciting. That's, a, that's worth the show right there. We're, we need like a, a applause or DJ Airhorn or something. That's like the win. <laughs> <laughs> that was worth the show. If you guys caught nothing else, it, it's that an outpouring of the Holy Spirit yes. that'll draw people mm-hmm. into a connection with God, not not placing good people on the throne yeah. as your version of God. Those people have fallen and maybe hurt you. Well, they weren't well, God. Human. They were human. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We need to be drawn in by the Holy Spirit to know God, to know His nature, yep. to know His goodness. That's man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I totally bumps. agree. Yeah, I just released a word That's last night. About. Holy Spirit just came. It's the upside down kingdom. That's what He calls. I mean, it's mm-hmm. you know when it says the first shall be last, the last shall be first. Everything that the enemy is trying to do. See, it's the opposite of what God's going to do. So everything that you see that's negative right now, it's going to be flipped on its head. God is is a redeeming and transforming God. We are going to go through a major transformation. Our future is not going to look anything like what our present is. It's it's going to blow everyone away. That's good. There's a lot of negative that can be flipped, and it's also possible for believers. For the the even right in this moment, the world can be going crazy, but your world does not have to. That's right. You can still have a joy and a confidence, mm-hmm. and, and 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 man, things could be going bad. But that doesn't have to be in you. The storm can be there, but not necessarily inside you as we walk through this. And that's 
that's the upside if you're selling, you know, or whatever. That's that's the benefit mm-hmm. of of having the Holy Spirit in your life. So true. Amen. All right, Amen. number three, defining counterfeit signs and wonders. Well, this gets into just understanding what does Scripture say about false signs and wonders? Because scripturally, if we're supposed to be watching for false teachers, false prophets, mm-hmm. you know, what about these signs? What about gifts of healing and, and prophecies and words of knowledge? <clears throat> and so we go through, so I go through some of those scriptures, um, basically that shows uh, God will use counterfeit leaders to work with real signs and wonders. See, the devil mm-hmm. can't heal anybody. Right. The enemy, the enemy can't do anything good. Nothing good is in him. Mm-hmm. And he can only operate that way because God allows it. And believe it or not, if you do a scripture search, God allows these things to happen for his purposes. Okay. And I list some, some scripture references, uh, you know, in the presentation there that, that will show you what God does behind the scenes. So, mm-hmm. um, but we have to discern really the false teachers, the false prophets, which bottom line, what makes a false prophet is not a wrong prophecy. It's the state of their heart. Mm. That's what makes anyone false because they can operate in a true gift of God, but because they are greedy, they're immoral, they're corrupt. It's their heart. That's what makes them false. It's their whole motive for why they teach, why they preach or prophesy. So that's where that discernment comes in. That's where that, when you know God's heart in the purity of his spirit then you compare them and you realize, wait a minute, that's not God's heart. That's not God's spirit. No, that's that's a counterfeit. That's not mm-hmm. the real thing. So that's the challenge there. And we're actually even seeing it in our day. We're, we're seeing like Obama refer to Yuval Noah Harari as his prophet, you know, and you're seeing that. And then you hear the things that Yuval <sighs> Noah Harari is saying. It's like, wow, okay, that's what that looks like to be considered a false prophet. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, because there's, there's examples <clears throat> like of, of Balaam in the Old Testament, and then the slave girl that followed the Apostle Paul in the New Testament, both of those, uh, well, the, the girl was actually a psychic. Balaam was a false prophet. They spoke true words. They actually heard true words from the Lord, but their hearts were corrupted. Mm. And so that that's what we haven't really learned in the church yet. We've, we've been so mesmerized, <clears throat> excuse me, by that gift or that prophecy, we haven't dug deeper. So that's a challenge. Man, that's and so I, important. It's, it's it's a term that's thrown around. I didn't realize until we, you know, got into media and been you know doing the show how how loosely people throw around this term false prophet. It almost kind of it's it's almost slang for somebody you don't like. Yeah, you know, kind of like racist. It, it, it's like like racist. Yeah, that's racist used for anybody racist you don't is like a leftist or... term for somebody you disagree with. Yeah. Um it no, is I, really, I think- I think the bigger question is people still have this false idea <clears throat> that if you get one prophecy wrong, you're a false prophet. Uh, but see, the Old Testament prophets, they were totally different because they the Holy Spirit had not been poured out on all flesh. Mm-hmm. So people had no ability. They didn't have the spirit within them to discern, is that God or not? So a prophet had to be 100% yep. accurate because they represented God. Well, on this side of the cross... A resurrection and the Pentecost, everyone has Holy Spirit inside of us that we can discern that. So that's the difference that we we still haven't caught up with, um, yeah. you know. And so we, yeah, yeah. we do use or, that label wrongly. Or even if we that's don't like like the, like the timing, there's Old Testament prophets that didn't live to see some of their prophecies fulfilled. You know, they're calling out Jezebel's going to fall and didn't personally 
see it and were criticized for that, but it didn't mean that their prophecy was wrong or that it didn't take place. So I just, I just, I don't know. I just always try to caution people, be very, mm-hmm. very slow to criticize and just turn inward and like, God, what do you have in my heart mm-hmm. that you can take of, you know, and take, take the gold that you can, but let, 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 let God call out the frost, false prophets as much as possible. You know, um, really we, we use it, we, we just use it very loosely, I mm-hmm. think. And, and, you know, without the caution, we should. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. very good. All right. Number four, know what God will use. Know that God will use even the counterfeits to bring in the lost. So you and David kind of touched on that earlier, but can you expand on that a little bit? Well, it's just a reminder that, um, yeah, some of these, especially from some of the information that I have received, and I know I, it was only because the Lord allowed me to receive it to prepare people. Um, there will be some that, uh, you know, have had large platforms and brought many to salvation, but they will be shown to be compromised uh, and some even wolves in sheep's clothing. And yet God used them. I mean, this is the thing. This is this is how big God is and how much he's determined the enemy is underneath his thumb. He will use everything the devil uses for good. And so even in some of these people that are going to be found out, God in his mercy and his great love still used them to bring people to salvation, still used, you know, these people to, to bring others into it. You know, even the, the baptism of the Holy Spirit, we're going to see this. Uh, so when these come out, if anyone has been, uh, you know, saved or baptized in the Holy Spirit or grown through any of these individuals, the caution is, please don't throw that away. That was a gift from the Lord. That was his mercy, his grace and his love. Yeah, we have to reject that vessel and that vessel needs to be held to account. But that's that's where we just have to be mindful as we walk through this, you know, that when the Lord touches you in that way and you know it's the Holy Spirit, just receive it. And keep it. Don't let the enemy rob you of that blessing. Oh, that is so good. Because God is creative. He can use anything and everything. He's so far above and beyond what we could ever imagine or ever even comprehend. Um, And how good he is. Absolutely good. And then the final one is recognize the differences between a broken and compromised vessel and a wolf in sheep's clothing. Yeah. I mean, we've we've talked about, you know, the, the broken people. And these are leaders that started out with a God-given call, a true gift. They started out well, but for some reason they fell. Okay. And we've seen that in the body of Christ. Unfortunately, we have a history of fallen leaders who started out well, had a legitimate call and anointing, but because of the pressures of ministry, their own personal life out of, uh, you know, in disarray, whatever, they fell. Well, that's different than someone who is purposely in perhaps ministry and they don't have a god-given call they they were put there to infiltrate they were put there to deceive to fleece the flock whatever uh just as we're finding you know in the government and in these other areas you know it's coming out we the enemy has infiltrated all of these areas with wolves in other words they're people that have a persona they may look a certain way but you know they're working for the wrong side Mm -hmm. Same thing is going to be seen in the church. Uh, And that's going to be new for us, you know, in the church as a whole. We haven't seen it to the degree that we are. And that's going to be the shock that that we're going to have to prepare for that because some of these have been in this position for years. 
uh, and they've been so sewn in, you know, to the fabric of the church. But my prayer has always been, and this is how I encourage people to pray, when the Holy Spirit comes and reveals himself, it is going to be such a marked difference. Mm. It's going to separate immediately. It's going to become self-evident because I do believe that some of these exposures, it's going to be by God himself. It's, it's because it's so big. And, and some of them, to be honest, it might not even happen for a year or two because we got to take out the giants little by little. Sure. <laughs> you know, the Lord knows what we can handle. So I'm, I'm kind of praying that the low hanging fruit, you know, th- those that are, are going to be, you know, a little bit easier that, that the Lord will kind of put those first so that we can get used to this cleanup job, you know, and know how to respond rightly. Cause, cause we've got to deal with this right. And, and especially in social media, you know, I tell the, the people on my platforms, we all have a responsibility in this, just like we've seen the Patriot community and the keyboard warriors. Let's be yeah. set apart as believers in Christ in how we talk about it, how we respond. Don't just assume everything you hear. Check it out. Validate yeah. your information. Don't spread gossip. You know, all these things. This is this has been my prayer. My concern is that we we do this in a redemptive way. Do it God's way. Um because it, it's going to bring everyone up higher. Oh, man, that is so good. I That right, brings me right to my next question. Sorry, I bet you probably have something, but can you I hold got for 30. just one second? I know. But I just want to bring this up because <laughs> it, it just jumps right into it. Um, several months ago, I think it was probably around January, around that time, there was some real craziness in the conservative movement where truly people were yeah. just firing up on each other. You know, it was like, okay, we're rolling the same way. And then all of a sudden we start hitting each other with oars. You know, it's like, what, is, what the heck is going on here? And you came out and you said it was a Leviathan spirit. And that we need to be very aware of that during this time. And we're starting to see it poke its ugly head out again. Can you touch on that? What is a Leviathan spirit and why do we need to be so aware of it? Great question, by the way. Thank you. Yeah, well, and it's a loaded True. question. Big. Um, <laughs> yeah, well, obviously, I have a whole teaching series on this, um, you know, getting free of the religious Jezebel and Leviathan spirit. And for me, the, the reason I even started teaching about it was because I went through a personal deliverance. I I was under this, it's a spirit of control. And in the Old Testament, it describes Leviathan as the king of pride. And this is why it is a suffocating spirit. It's a principality that sucks the life out of us. I mean, think about what we've walked through in the last two years, even with the virus, it has sucked the life out of us. And so we're seeing this principality, this demonic spirit manifesting. That's why people feel it and, and even panic attacks. I mean, it gives, uh, it, it makes us fearful because we feel trapped and helpless. These are all symptoms of the Leviathan spirit. And this is what the enemy has been just lording over us and over our culture, wanting us to feel trapped, hemmed in, locked in. I mean, we've been seeing it, but we can be free of it. And, you know, just to cut to the the core is what is the opposite of pride? It's humbling ourselves before the Lord. It's humility. And part of the word that I released last night, it was so clear that humility, I mean, go low right now, go low, get in the Lord's presence, lay it all down, surrender. Uh, We don't realize the power of humility, the power of a humble heart, a pure heart before the Lord. This alone in just our posture and attitude can displace and disempower Leviathan spirits. When you begin to feel that way and trapped, you settle into that place where God's peace is just overshadowing you 
and you realize, no, when I'm in his presence, the enemy has no control over me. And so this is a displacement process that we're in. And part of the way that I teach about deliverance, because that teaching series that I has, it, it, it's a whole deliverance series. It's not just rebuking Leviathan, but it's displacing wow. those mindsets with God's heart, with his character. We have to displace all of these things that are trying to control us. Uh, this is why we have to go in. We're supposed to replace everything the enemy has built and established in our culture. We've got to go in and replace it. See, that's that's our charge right now. Everything that we're doing, we've let the enemy take pre preeminence, and it's time for us to go in. We need to be seated in those positions of authority and influence and impact so that God's presence and His Spirit can come. Because, because the enemy is powerless. Yep. When a believer carries the presence mm -hmm. of God and the peace of God, the enemy cannot do anything. So it has to start personally. When you experience that personally, it, it will spread out. It can spread out in your home. It can spread in your church. And th this is my call. This is why I teach on it, is that you can live this way and realize how powerful it is. And it's happening. Man. I'm yes. encouraged because I see it. It is growing, you know, more and more of people realizing their attitude. That's why I like to encourage people because your attitude is powerful. It affects the atmosphere. You know, that's why joy is important. Yes. yes. So it's a, it's a oh, weapon. That's a great Those of you, point. If you listen on Apple or Podbean or audio only, you can always go to WandaAlger.me. WandaAlger.me. It'll be in the notes down below. Um, I just think that's such a kingdom principle because it's so mm -hmm. counterintuitive. Like if you, if, if you want to prosper, like don't hold on to money quite so tight. Be more generous. Yeah. Tithe. You know, it, it like give a. You know, what I always used to say to people in business world all the time, like, man, I'm so stressed. I have no time. I'm like, who are you giving your time to? Who are yeah. you volunteering? Like, if you want more time in your life, start giving away a little bit of time. Yeah. You know, if you because with 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 money, you want more. Nobody's very nice to me. Well, start smiling at people more. Yeah. You know, start giving Be more a smile, give more that. hugs, mm -hmm. give more high five, whatever it is that you're you're wanting, because it's kind of counterintuitive, in, in, you know, a little bit. But like being when you feel that lift, go low, mm -hmm. be humble. You know, it's like that's a kind of a, a consistent kind of kingdom thread, you know, through throughout throughout how God works with us. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. We don't we don't realize, uh, you know, if you just look at the word humility, how much Jesus talked about it. And how much we're we're encouraged to to know that place in the Lord. It's surrender. It really is because the enemy is trying to make us be so desperate that we have to do something. And the Lord's mm -hmm. just saying, "You got to trust me in this." And you know, not that we just sit back. And that's not what I'm saying. Okay, and just you know, God come help. Yes, He He will. But we can trust how He's going to direct us and how He's yeah. going to lead us. You know, in that. Mm -hmm. um, you know, it says, humble yourself before the Lord, and in due time, He will exalt you. That's what's going to happen. It is those who have just surrendered to the Lord, trusted Him, and just followed Him faithfully. He's going to exalt, uh, and it's going to be upside down. The world's going to be shocked. The proud will be laid low mm -hmm. uh, because the Spirit of Christ is going to rise up. It's a, it's a tough Amen. thing. Like deception is so effective because when you're deceived, you don't know it. That's why you're deceived. Yep. It's not like, hey, I'm feeling very deceived right now about this. Thing. No, it's <laughs> like usually you don't know. Humility is another one where it's like, well, I'm I'm as humble as anybody else. I'm, That's why accountability is the so most important. humble person I know. You know, it's uh, uh, <laughs> the most it's, humble person I know. <laughs> it, 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 it's it's hard to have a self perception of where you are in that, and that's why that's got to mm -hmm. be sought out in 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 private to be demonstrated mm -hmm. in public. 
yeah. you know, well, and that's along, need- along with the Lord. Yeah. We need to be connected in family too. I mean, this is something else that, that the enemy's tried to rip apart yep. is the family unit and our fellowship with one another, the fellowship of the spirit. That's why these things have gotten out of whack too in the body of Christ is we haven't known how to be family together, to love each other through the messes, to stick together through the messes, to, to love each other enough to tell each other the truth, yep. you know, I mean, if you really want to know the truth about yourself, just ask your family. They'll be very honest with you, you know, <laughs> if true. you can handle it because <laughs> they know you, they live with you. It's yeah. hard, it's painful, but yet that's how we grow. And we've just got this knee jerk reaction against it. But I mean, that's how I've been humbled. I mean, you know, my spouse has been my my greatest tool <laughs> of sharpening, but you know, <laughs> yes, you know what I'm talking about. Yes. Uh-huh, but I, I wouldn't be where I'm at without him. So hallelujah. That's right. Iron sharpens iron. That is very true. Okay. So my last question for the day, this time has gone so fast. But um, you've already touched on a few things, the glory of the Lord coming, uh, a quick reversal. But what are you seeing? What is the Lord sharing with you? And what is it going to look like here soon, do you believe? <laughs> um, <laughs> I knew you were all so I know. I'm like, tell <laughs> us. What's up? Uh, well, I mean, we've kind of been talking about it because, you know, I thought about it anticipating that question. It's not only what the Lord is saying. It's what he's not saying. Mm. Because for me, uh, and everyone has their different assignment, but for me, as I've asked him like specifically about, okay, what about the election? What about President Trump and all this? For me, he said, I got this, Wanda. You need to prepare them for what's ahead. Mm. It's the breakthrough. Mm -hmm. It's the victory. It's gaining ground. And so that's where uh, my heart has been led. Uh, My faith is this is a done deal. What we've been fighting for, it was settled a long time ago. We're just having to walk this out. You know, we've got to let the Lord continue to direct this process, but we are heading through the finish line and he's trying to prepare us for, okay, we're, we're going into the promised land. We're, we're going to take it out. We're going to, you know, possess the land. That's what he's preparing us for. Timetable. I have no idea. I mean, it just really practical. I believe obviously by the end of the year, it's, it's going to be overturned. No question about it. I'm hoping before, you know, the midterms, we're going to see some changes. I personally believe that they're probably looking as to how uh, people feel about voting. Um, I've been watching that that uh, because they keep a track, you know, of the overall psyche, you know, of people in terms of are they going to vote or not? Uh, do they believe that it's it's even worth voting? I, th- I think a lot of people are paying attention to that, depending upon uh, the numbers of people and where they're at. It could determine whether or not we see something happen before the midterms or not. That's just my my guess. God hasn't shown me anything prophetically, but that's just my observation from the information I see, if that makes sense. It does, for sure. You can find out more again when you go to WandaAlger.me. Also, YouTube is a great place for Wanda. And I also follow you on Telegram. Uh, which tons of wisdom. I mean, honestly, there's yes. always something incredible that's coming out on Telegram. Have I missed any of your other platforms? No. Uh, and the website you're showing, actually, I'm going to be launching a brand new one here in a couple of weeks. Really excited about that. Uh, but everything is going to be there. So I am on Facebook, uh, my personal page. I'm actually shutting down my public page. But yeah, Telegram is great and YouTube, Rumble. Are you, are you on True Perfect. Social by any chance? 
I am, but I haven't been posting as much there because okay. it's kind of like Twitter and I never was a Twitter user. Mm-hmm. So, uh, and until I finish my book, I've just kind of got blinders on right now. I'm kind of limited. I would imagine. So completely <laughs> yeah. understand it. Well, it's been honored to have you on. Would, would you come back again? Because I still have. I, I think. Sorry, 30, babe. I think, I'm, I think I have twenty-eight. <laughs> I think I have twenty-eight questions left. So uh, would to. you would you come back in the future? Yeah. We would we would love love to just keep kind of kind of dropping the bucket down that well and pulling it up. There's a lot in there. Yeah. Thank you for having me on. It's been been a lot of fun. Hello, I'm Mike Lindell, and my employees and I want to thank each and every one of you for your support by bringing you the MyPill that started it all. MyPillow's patented fill adjusts to your exact individual needs regardless of your sleep position. Because it works, we've sold over 70 million MyPillows, and now I'm bringing it to you for the lowest price ever. For example, you get my standard MyPillow, now only $19.88 with your promo code. Now's the time to get them for your friends, your family, your neighbors, everyone you know. MyPillows make the best gifts ever. In the times we're in, one thing we all need is getting a great night's sleep. So go to MyPillow.com or call that number on your screen now. Use your promo code and you'll get my standard MyPillow for only $19.88. For a more custom fit, my Premium Queen, only $24.98. Or my Premium King, only $29.98. This is a limited time offer, so order now. Wow. You know, I am so thankful for Mike Lindell and everything that he's doing to try to save our country. He sponsors the show. He's partnered with all kinds of patriots that do podcasts. You know, he tried to get canceled. They tried to cancel him from all of these big uh, box store retailers. His and banks all canceled him? Can't Yeah, his banks did. His life has been threatened. I mean, all of these things because he's trying to save our country. And so every time that you can spend money with Mike Lindell, I mean, don't get extra things that you don't need. But man, when you're in need of something, Support him because it does support us as well. But man, he is somebody that truly deserves our support. You know, there's people we've had a chance to meet, you know, with this. We've we've had the opportunity to meet billionaires, you know, and millionaires, lots of people in other 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 spaces. And I've never seen people that put their chips into the middle and 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 risk everything like like some of the patriots that are doing it now. People like Jeff Webb, you know, um, that have done it and put it into into media. Is maybe not a name that you know of of yet, but you will because he's all in on trying to save yeah. America. Mike Lindell, when we were at the uh the the absolute truth event or some pictures like moment, of truth. moment of truth uh event, you know, he he rented out a convention center and then there was probably a thousand people there that were all, you know, influencers and media or local officials and sheriffs and all kinds of uh, a hodgepodge of folks from all over the place, L50 states. He paid for all their food for two days as well and didn't charge one cent for one ticket for anybody to get in. I, I I believe I've never met him. He's never been on our show. We don't have a relationship, but I get the feeling that he would take everything he has and, and just, he, he would be willing to give it all away and start over if we had safe and fair elections. Mm-hmm. And even just that alone, because he feel like that is what will save our country. And without safe and fair elections, yep. we don't have a country. We'll go back and forth as long as it's it's us versus the machines, Terminator style, we're going to go back and forth, and people will always feel like that's not my president. And when the when the Republican president's there, the Democrats will feel like that's not my president yeah. because you don't feel like it's safe and secure. And he's putting his money where his mouth is, and he's always consistent on the one thing of we are all in to save the country. It's so true. And then he came out with a documentary, Selection Code, which is fabulous. He released that at the summit as well. Uh, but that's free for everyone as well. When you go to frankspeech.com, you can find selection code there just to learn about what is going on with our elections and why are these machines not reliable to be used 
during the election. So I, I got I got to correct one word that she said. We taught our kids this word growing up because they'd say, "Oh, this is free," or you go to a, like a, a Mexican restaurant, like chips and salsa come out. Oh, are these are free? No, they are included because you can't just <laughs> walk in and start uh, eating their food. You know, that's it's included when you're when you're eating there. Those things are free. They're included. They're included uh, because he's taken his his resources and putting them into helping make this happen. The movie wasn't free because some people had to get paid. There were people working right. on it and, and all, all of these things. You know, Matt and Joy Thayer, just countless hours mm-hmm. of, of work on, on that. But a team of people that I can't even list them all went into the Selection Code documentary, putting that out, making it happen. But it's 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 their products. I got to put this out because it's my favorite one. I know, it's such a great Second product. Second to talk. Uh, you know, the little, little Bible pillows. So, you know, you can, it's the same pillow as the regular my pillow. Uh, same stuffing. You can take it out, wash it, throw in the dryer, just like their dog beds. You can take the cover off, wash it. You can take the inside of a dog bed out and wash it, you know, just like so that. Talk about dog beds, just a second. We have a huge Doberman. He's 100 pounds and he loves to chew on things. And he chews on his my pillow bed all of the time. Yes. I mean, he even pulls it. I don't know if you've ever seen their teeth before, but they're huge. He pulls on them. He's destroyed most things. He's had that bed for over a year. Probably he's year and been a half, on it yeah. every night and he's never destroyed it. I mean, that's incredible. So it, their products are so high quality. So whatever we want, we just take the cover off of the dog bed. We throw it in the washer, dryer, bam, it's done. When, when we want the inside washed as well, you can do the exact same thing. But same thing with these little pillows. But I like these because I'm a grandpa and I, I'm married to a grandma. That's that true. It's by Gigi, but you can... By, but no matter how you change the somatics, still is what it is. But you can put the Bible story. You can read their Bible stories when they put them to bed at night. It's a great gift for people, families, kids, things like that. He really does care about putting out products he can stand behind and feel good about it. That's why we are standing behind um, Mike Lindell with my pillow. Use promo code FLYOVER. You get discounts. It goes to support his company. It keeps shows like this on the air. And uh, he never calls and says, hey, I don't want you talking about this or I don't want you talking about that. He just wants to support freedom of speech, and so we want to support him. That's right. MyPillow.com. Use promo code FLYOVER. Thank you so much for joining us. We bless you. We bless you to realize you were born for such a time as this. We bless you to realize your future is brighter than your past, and we bless you to wake up, speak up, and show up. Make it a great day, guys. We'll see you again next time. We hope you've enjoyed this episode of the Flyover Conservatives podcast with David and Stacey Whited. Please subscribe, hit the notification bell, and leave us a comment below. Lastly, if you enjoyed today's podcast, share with those who came to mind. Be blessed and make it a great day.